Hello all, and welcome to The Next Generation, AF2 and F3 podcast. My name is Ryan, and on this episode will be the review of the Saudi Arabian round of Formula 2 at the Jeddah Cornish Circuit in Jeddah, Saudi Arabia. To start the review of the round will be the qualifying results, as well as the grid for the feature race from the session that was contested on Friday. In first was Felipe Drogovic, second Richard Rashore, third Marcus Armstrong, 4th, Ralph Boschong, 5th, Liam Lawson, 6th, Ayumu Iwasa, 7th, Kaelin Williams, 8th, Yuri Vips, 9th, Jake Hughes, 10th, Dennis Hauger, 11th, Clement Novelak, 12th, Roy Nassani, 13th, Mario Sato, 14th, Jahan Druvila, 15th, Enzo Fittipaldi, 16th, Frederick Vesti, 17th, Ollie Caldwell, 18th, Logan Sargent, 19th, Amori Cordiel, 20th, Teo Chair, 21st, Jack Doohan, and 22nd, Jim Bolukbasi, who did not participate in qualifying. An important thing of note before continuing is that Bolukbasi had an accident during practice, and after being medically examined, it was found that he had sustained a concussion from the accident he had in practice, and remained overnight in hospital for precautionary checks and was later declared unfit to race, with him subsequently then being withdrawn from the round by his team Sharus as a result of this. After qualifying had been completed for some time, Jack Doohan, Amori Cordiel, Frederick Vesti, Clement Novelak, Ollie Corwell, and Yuri Vips all received good penalties for different offences during qualifying that are uh, applied for the sprint race. Doohan not only got demoted down the order, but was disqualified from qualifying for failing to supply the 0.8 kilograms of fuel that is required in Park Ferme after the session was completed. As a result of this, he not only loses the grid position that he had originally qualified in, that being third, but has to start both the sprint race and feature race from 21st and last on the grid. With Cordiel, he received a 10-place grid penalty for not sufficiently slowing down past Logan Sargent's stationary Carlin, who crashed in qualifying, causing a red flag. With Vesti, he received a three-place grid penalty for impeding Boschong on his cooldown lap at the last corner of the circuit during qualifying. With Novalak, he received a five-place grid penalty for being found to have impeded Corwell during qualifying at turn 22. With Corwell, he received a three-place grid penalty for being found to have impeded Vips during qualifying at turn 22. With Vips, he received a three-place grid penalty for impeding Fittipaldi at turn 10 during qualifying. The grid for the sprint race with the top 10 in qualifying being reversed is as follows. First, Dennis Hager. Second, Jake Hughes. Third, Kalen Williams. Fourth, Yumu Iwasa. Fifth, Liam Lawson. Sixth, Yuri Vips. Seventh, Ralph Boschong. Eighth, Marcus Armstrong. Ninth, Richard Rashore. And tenth, Felipe Drogovic. Next up is a sprint race support. Hauger makes a great start from the front row, whilst Hughes' car doesn't get away from the line very well to drop multiple positions in the process. As for Hauger, he leads the field in the turn one from Williams, Iwasa, Hughes and Lawson. Nassani has a massive lockup going to turn four and nearly goes into the back of Vips. Hughes makes an overtake on Iwasa at the final corner of the lap to move up into third position and onto the podium. 
The top 10 across the line after the first lap of the race are Hauger, Williams, Hughes, Iwasa, Lawson, Boschong, Armstrong, Vips, Vashor, and Drogovic. On lap 2, Vips, with the use of Slipstream, gets past Boschong going to turn 13 to move up into 7th position. Also on the very same lap, Cordille has crashed and is out of the race as a consequence of the incident. Unsurprisingly, the safety car has been deployed. The safety car comes into the pits at the end of lap 6, with the race being able to resume from where it had left off. The field hasn't even made it to the first corner yet without an accident occurring in the background at the restart. On lap 7, Lawson goes around the outside of Iwasa at turn 2 to move up into 4th position. In regards to the accident in the background at the restart, it was both Sergeant and Duan involved in the accident. The safety car once again is deployed onto the circuit as a result. Via race control, the safety car is to go through the pit lane. Looking at the results of the race being restarted, the pack is all bunched together who are going slowly with Hauger who is well within his rights to control the field of when he wants to go as he is the leader of the race. And Sergeant moves out of the way of the congested line of cars to go for a potential overtaking opportunity when the race resumes. And Duan, directly behind him, does the same, but at a much quicker velocity of speed. And because of this, he goes right up the back of Sergeant's Carlin, ending both their races in the process. Hauger does exactly what is normally done behind the safety car when they are to go through the pit lane as instructed, but later comes up as he is coming out of the pits that the pit lane entry is closed, and in doing that practically gives up the overall lead of the race. With the incident involving Dewan and Sergeant on the main straight, it is noted by race control for causing a collision. And long after that message, will long after that message, the incident will be investigated after the race. Via the replay, it shows that Hauger is going to go through the pit lane whilst it is closed, as shown on the LED lights or LED boards. This is also noted by race control for entering the pit lane whilst it is closed. And soon after that, Hauger is under investigation by the stewards for the exact same reason. Not long after being under investigation by the stewards, Hauger receives what could be deemed in this particular situation a very harsh 10 second stop and go penalty for entering the pit lane when closed. The safety car comes into the pits at the end of lap 13 with the race being able to continue from where it had left off. Hauger comes directly into the pits to serve his stop and go penalty pretty much ruining any chances he had of scoring points in this sprint race. On lap 14, Hughes has a great run on Williams going to turn 1 around the outside and makes an overtake on the inside at turn 2 to move up into the overall lead of the race. Lawson takes full advantage of this and gets past Williams comfortably heading to turn 4 to move up into second position. Vips going into the final corner of the lap tries a double overtake on Iwasa and Armstrong, but runs wide in the process, gifting the position right back to Iwasa. On lap 15, Vips has enough momentum and slipstring on, on the main straight to make the move on Iwasa stick this time, and moves himself up into 4th position. On lap 16, Vips makes a great overtake down the inside of Williams at turn 27 to move up into 3rd position and onto the podium. On lap 18, Lawson, with the use of DRS, gets past Hughes on the main straight to move up into the overall lead of the race. Also on the same lap, 
Armstrong has been spun around on the circuit, bringing out the virtual safety car in the process. On the following lap, that is. The virtual safety car is withdrawn on the very same lap, with the race being able to resume once again. On to the approach towards the finish line, Vips, with the use of DRS, gets past Hughes just before the line to move himself up into second position. At the end of the sprint race for Formula 2, the top 10 across the line are Liam Lawson in first for Carlin, Yuri Vips in second for Hitech, Jake Hughes in third for VAR, Felipe Drogovic in fourth for MP Motorsport, Kaylin Williams in fifth for Trident, Richard Vashaw in sixth for Trident, Ayumu Iwasa in seventh for Dams, Ralph Boschong in eighth for Campos, Jahan Druvula in ninth for Prema, and Marino Sato in tenth for Virtuosi Racing. The fast lap of the race was achieved by Yuri Vips with a 143.284 on the 20th lap of the race. After the race had been completed for some time, Jake Hughes, Jack Doohan and Ralph Boschong received post-race penalties for different reasons as to why they were penalised. Hughes had the most significant of all the penalties handed out as he was disqualified from the sprint race due to a technical non-conformity, which it was found that the skid plank on his car had a maximum thickness of 3.6mm, which unfortunately in his case didn't meet the required thickness of 5mm. Due to this disqualification, everyone who had finished behind Hughes moved up one position, with Drogovic being promoted to third position and onto the podium. With Boshong, he received a 20 second penalty due to him being in front of his grid position before the lights had gone out. As a result of this, he drops from his original finish position of 8th to 15th when the penalty is applied. With Doohan, he received a 3 place grid penalty for the accident involving Sergeant during the first safety car period in the sprint race. Due to his disqualification from qualifying, when this penalty is applied, it makes no difference to his grid position. Next up is the feature race report. Due to the accident that he had during the sprint race, Cordiel won't be able to start the feature race because of the amount of damage his car sustained in the accident. Just as the race is about to start after the formation lap, the race start is aborted for an unknown reason and because of it, there will be another formation lap with the race distance being reduced from 28 laps to 27 laps. Drogovic makes a great start from the front row to lead the field into turn 1 from Vashaw, Armstrong, Lawson and Boschong. The top 10 across the line after the first lap of the race are Drogovic, Vashaw, Lawson, Armstrong, Boschong, Iwasa, Vips, Hauger, Hughes and Nassani. On lap 2, Boschong coming out of turn 1 goes wide and has to shortcut the circuit in the process putting himself at a disadvantage to Iwasa from behind. On lap 4, Iwasa with the use of DRS tries to go around the outside of Boschong on the main straight, but isn't able to get past just yet. On lap 5, Vips going to turn 1 briefly gets past Boschong, but isn't able to make the move stick as Boschong for the second time this race has to shortcut the circuit, remain ahead of Vips for the time being. On lap 6, Boshong receives a 5 second penalty for going off the track and gaining an advantage on the overtake he had with Iwasa. Also on the same lap, Hauger going into the final corner makes an overtake on Boshong to move up into 7th position. On lap 7, Druvula and Sato come into the pits to complete their compulsory pit stop. 
Porcher is going incredibly slow on the track and subsequently comes into the pits to retire from the race due to a mechanical issue. On lap 8, Boshon comes into the pits to complete his pit stop and serve his time penalty. On lap 9, Drogovic comes into the pits from the lead of the race. On lap 10, Vishore comes into the pits from the overall lead of the race to potentially gain the overcut on Drogovic in his pit stop, but isn't successful in the overcut. Also on the same lap, Lawson has stopped at the end of the pit lane because one of his tyres isn't fully connected to his car, as a result, becomes the second retirement of the race. On lap 13, the pit lane incident involving Lawson will be investigated after the race for being released in an unsafe condition. On lap 14, Hughes, with the use of DRS, gets past Iwasa on the main street to move up into 10th position. On lap 17, Dewan, with the use of DRS, makes an overtake on Novalaka turn 2 to move up into 2nd position. On lap 21, Williams, with the use of DRS, makes an overtake on Boshong towards the final corner of the lap to move up into 15th position. On lap 23, Hauger comes into the pits from the lead of the race. On the same lap, Hughes, with the use of DRS, goes down the inside of Armstrong at the final corner to move up into 6th position. On lap 24, Dewan comes into the pits from the overall lead of the race. On the same lap, Vips with the use of DRS gets past Dewan to move up into 9th position. On lap 25, Dewan with the use of DRS gets, past, gets back past Vips on the main straight to move up into 9th position. At the end of the feature race for Formula 2, the top 10 across the line are Felipe Drogovic in 1st for MP Motorsport, Richard Vashore in 2nd for Trident, Drahan Drivela in 3rd for Prema, Jake Hughes in 4th for VAR, Marcus Armstrong in 5th for High Tech, Des Hauger in 6th for Prema, Ayumu Iwasa in 7th for Dams, Roy Nassani in 8th for Dams, Jack Dewan in 9th for Virtuosi Racing, and Yuri Vips in 10th for High Tech. The fast lap of the race was achieved by Jack Dewan for 143.098 on the 26th lap of the race. Next up is the championship standings. The top 5 drivers in the championship after round 2 at the Jeddah Corniche circuit in Jeddah, Saudi Arabia are as follows. In first is Slipo Drogovic on 43 points. Second is Liam Lawson on 34 points. Third is Richard Vashore on 32 points. Fourth is Yuri Vips on 28 points. And rounding off the top 5 is Teo Porcher with 25 points. The top five teams in the championship after round two at the Jeddah Corniche circuit in Jeddah, Saudi Arabia are as follows. In first is High Tech with 48 points. Second is Carlin with 43 points. Third is MP Motorsport also on 43 points. Fourth is Trident on 37 points. And rounding off the top five is Prema with 33 points. Next up is the awards for the round. The driver of the round, in my opinion, has to go to Felipe Drogovic. The reason behind this choice is that with a pole position, podiums in both races, including a victory in the feature race, he moves up into the overall lead in the FIA Formula 2 Drivers' Championship, going 9 points ahead of Lawson in second, and also taking full advantage of retirement by Lawson, who had scored podiums in the first three races of the season up to that point. More weekends like this from Drogovic, and there's no doubt in my mind that he will be well within the hunt for the FIA Formula 2 Championship come the end of the season in Abu Dhabi.
The overtake of the round, in my opinion, has to go to the overtake that Vips made on Williams down the inside at turn 27 to move up onto the final spot on the podium in the sprint race. The reasoning behind this choice is that Vips sees the opportunity perfectly on Williams with the use of DRS at the final corner of the circuit, whilst most importantly making a clean overtake on Williams in the process. As always from me, thank you so very much for listening to this episode of The Next Generation F2 and F3 Podcast. I hope that you enjoyed it, and until the next episode, in which will be the preview of the Imola round for F2, I wish you guys the absolute very best, and see you all next time.